Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. Hello and welcome back to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. Darren Mitchell here, host of the show, and trust you had a phenomenal weekend and looking forward to another huge week this week. Today being the start of the week, Monday the 15th of February 2021, and a um, ah, phenomenal day actually. 21 years ago today, our eldest daughter Kiralee was born on this day in 2000, and uh, Today's the day she turns 21. I cannot believe how quickly time has flown. And uh, hey, she doesn't listen to this podcast, so she won't know that I'm saying happy birthday, but a very, very special day for our family. Unfortunately, we can't uh, do anything with it because, uh, as you may have known, particularly if you're in Victoria or in Australia, at least you know that Victoria has been shut down again for a period of five days until Wednesday this week due to a couple of cases that, uh, of this new UK strain of COVID uh, uh, I'm not a political person, but I think there's a gross overreaction. But uh, hey, I'm not a scientist either, so what do I know? But all I know is it's very frustrating for a lot of people, and especially for a daughter that's turned 21 today. It's uh, It'll be memorable, but we can't go out. We can't do anything special. We certainly can't have friends and family over. So it is disappointing, but it is the world we live in. We have to adjust, adapt, overcome, and move forward regardless. So on today's podcast, I wanted to talk about a topic that uh, a lot of a lot of sales leaders in particular tend to overlook and it's a topic that is around doing the small things and doing them really, really well. Now, it's fair to say that as sales leaders uh, and well, in just generally as leaders, full stop, we are being watched like an absolute hawk. Our team are watching our every move and they're listening to everything we say. And I've talked about this a lot on the podcast and that we have to be really conscious of what we do, what we say, when we say it, so that we've got a thing called consistency because People are watching what we're doing and listening to what we're saying, and they're making a determination to think, well, is what this person is saying and doing, are they the same thing, or are they doing something completely different? And so we need to be really conscious of that. And from a leadership point of view, it's really important that we set the tone, we set the example, we must be the model of excellence that we want to see in our team so that we can lead with enthusiasm, we can lead with consistency, and we can... Uh, develop an environment that will lead to exceptional but also sustainable results. And really when you look at it, it starts with the small things that we do on a daily basis. Now, I remember years and years ago when I first got into sales, my very first sales manager had this saying, and when I look back on it, it was a ridiculous saying, but it made so much sense. And he used to say, and he made up these words, he said, many a mickle make a muckle. Now, what he was talking about there is it's all the small things that you do on a daily basis that over time adds up to the big things. That if you do the, the the small things really well, when it comes time to doing the big things, you've actually developed a habit and there's more likelihood you'll do the big things well. And so it will start with the small things. So here are some things to think about this week as we begin the week, but also just uh, stress test this for yourself and think about how you do these small things on a daily basis and what sort of example you're setting by doing these things either really, really well or maybe you're cutting some corners or you're neglecting to do th- these things, which some of them, um, it's quite easy to do, but just be aware of what the impact potentially that is on other people, given that they're always watching. So here are some things to think about. So let's start with this one. How you turn up each day 
matters. So be optimistic. Now, on a Monday, particularly when we're in the office, how do you turn up on a, on a Monday morning? Do you, do you look like the cats just drag something in off the street? Or do you walk into the office with a spring in your step looking forward to whatever challenges are going to be presented to you that day and looking at you know, the things that we can do on a positive side? So is the glass half full or is it half empty? So how you turn up matters. Because your body language says a huge amount. We've already talked about this, that there are seven observable behaviors that play out every single day that give people an indication as to what's going on inside our head. So do you turn up uh, with a good a smile on your face or do you turn up as if to say, hey, don't come anywhere near me? So how you turn up each and every day matters. So when you turn up, make sure you're making a conscious choice to turn up with a positive frame of mind, be optimistic, have a sense of hope. And also, it wouldn't help to, it wouldn't hurt, wouldn't help, it wouldn't hurt to have a smile on the dial. So smile, be happy and make a conscious choice to be happy as you walk in because that'll actually set a great example for your team as well. Now, the next one is how you engage with your team. So do you engage with your team on a constant basis where you're always looking to encourage them? You're always looking to challenge them, but you're most above, above all, you're looking to find opportunities where you can serve them. So how do you engage with your team? Are you one of these leaders who sits behind the desk, uh, looks at spreadsheets, fills out reports, and does things via email and via text message? Or are you one of those leaders who gets in, in involved in your team, has the ad hoc conversations, is prepared to roll up their sleeves and get involved in the day-to-day operations of the team to help them, mentor them, coach them through whatever they have to go through. So your engagement is a huge thing. So how do you engage your team and how do you look for opportunities to serve them? So do that well because that is a huge thing that will pay dividends down the track. How you prioritize customer interactions, for example. So do you make prioritizing customer conversations, reaching out to customers, attending customer meetings, customer video calls, etc.? Do you prioritize those interactions? Because the ones that you do will definitely move the needle forward. There's no business without customers. So customers are actually good for business. And the only way to develop more business and potentially bring in new business is to interact with customers and with potential customers. So how you prioritize those goes a long way to determining how well you're setting that example of excellence for your team. How do you turn up for meetings? This is a huge one. And this is something that I've seen play out many, many times over many years. And that is leaders historically, uh, and this is a gross generalization as well, a lot of leaders are really, really poor when it comes to meeting punctuality. Now, I've seen this happen with senior, senior leaders. I've seen this with middle managers. I've seen this with directors and so forth. There are so many leaders who just back there, put their diary in back-to-back with back-to-back meetings and are always running late. And they never turn up to meetings on time, which sets a really, really poor example. One of my earliest mentors used to always say, she goes, Darren, to be early is to be on time, but to be on time is to be late. So how you turn up to meetings, make sure we're early and make sure we're prepared. Because the other thing with this is for meetings that are, that are run really well uh, and on time with key messages, key agenda items, and a key purpose, these are the meetings that really will move the dial forward and build momentum. Too many meetings, though, have no agenda, no key messages, and it's just a bit of a waffle waffle fest over a period of time. And people walk away from those type of meetings thinking, well, first of all, I'm never going to get that hour or that half an hour back again, but what a complete waste of my time. There was no control. So this actually creates an image or a profile of you as a leader, particularly if you're the person who is running the meeting. So make sure you're turning up to meetings early, and please make sure you're being prepared, because it's the small things like this that really, really count. 
Some other things to think about include uh, how you respond to requests. So do you respond to requests really quickly? And I'm not saying, when I, when I say quickly, I'm not saying respond uh, immediately, but do you have a standard you've set or a written rule or an unwritten rule that you've got where you'll respond to requests within, say, 12 hours or 2 hours or, or 24 hours, whatever the case might be. The key thing here is how you respond to requests tells a lot about you as a person and it's about meeting and or exceeding expectations every single time. So I would rather set an expectation that I'll respond to you same business day uh, and then be able to meet or exceed those every single time rather than say I'll get back to you as soon as I can, be a little bit wishy-washy in terms of the time frame and then get back to them next day, which you think is quite reasonable, but the expectation the other person had was perhaps that day you were going to get back to them. So you haven't met that expectation. So really think about how you respond to requests. Make sure you're setting that expectation, but above all, whatever the expectation is that you do set, make sure that you make it a priority to either meet it or exceed those expectations every single time because that matters. Now, the other thing to think about is how do you listen? Are you an active listener? Are you engaged with people and they really get the sense that you've created space to be 100% present with them for that particular moment you're having a conversation or are you applying lip service to your listening skills? Are you there physically but not necessarily there emotionally nor intellectually? So really, really focus your attention on listening. So when you're with somebody, really be an active listener. Ask questions, paraphrase, so that you've got the expectation of what they're saying is being heard by you. So it gives the impression that what they're actually uh, are talking about, what they have said to you, has actually been received, not only received, but understood, processed, and therefore uh, giving them a level of confidence that you're on board or you know exactly what they're talking about. So really, really focus in when you've got the opportunity, which should be every single, every single situation you find yourself in, to actively listen. And the other one to, to just finish off is, how do you plan your day? How are you planning your day every single day? Are you in control of your diary or... Are you allowing other people to take control over your diary? Do you allow other people to put in uh, uh, agenda items or meeting requests? Or do you have somebody that's looking after your diary and you just give them carte blanche authority over whatever goes into that? Really, really important to plan out your day, but make sure you are in control of your diary because if you're not, other people will. Now, there's probably a whole host of other things and you as a leader might have some specific things relevant to your business or your industry that you might think, okay, these are the small things that I want to look at and focus on and get really, really good at. But hopefully what I've covered today is just gives you a bit of a, a kickstarter in terms of some of the things where you can focus your attention on the small things to really get good at it because that enables us to be that model of excellence that will lead to the exceptional results and the sustainable results for the team. Now, the thing to remember though is everything we do, absolutely, absolutely everything we do is a strategy. And whilst looking at it on the surface, the small stuff may not appear important or they may not appear irrelevant. It's the strategy behind these small things which will indicate how successful we're going to be and ultimately how influential we're going to be. So this week, here's the challenge for you. I want you to identify two to three small things on your priority list that you can focus your attention on and focus your attention on doing these exceptionally well, really getting excellent at these small things because this will have a really positive impact and flow and effect to your team and therefore on your results. Because here's the thing, and this is this is what I'll leave you with. It's it's how we do the small things that ultimately will determine how we do everything. And so if you can get really, really good at doing the small things on your priority list that others may seem to think, oh, that's only small, that's irrelevant, or that doesn't seem to be important. But if you can get really good at the strategy behind the small stuff, it will give you a really good insight into how you're going to do 
everything. And when you do that really well, you'll develop a, a higher level of conscious competence and a habitual uh, method or an habitual uh, behavior that will make it a lot easier to duplicate because you're going to do it on a consistent basis, which means just through that process, you're going to get better results, higher results, and certainly more sustainable results. So I trust that message resonates. So there's a challenge for this week. Have a really highly productive week to really think about what are the two to three small things on my to-do list or on my priority list that I can really focus in on and get really, really good at. Uh, And it may be some of the things I talked about today or it might be some other things you've got on your priority list. Whatever they are, pick two to three things to get really good at this week and you'll be amazed at what will actually happen in terms of the habits you form and the strategies that you actually deliver on. So uh, with that said, have a phenomenal week and a reminder, if you're looking to take your leadership to the exceptional level, you know there's another level to get to and you're committed to doing that, then let's work together one-on-one. Simply go to my calendar and we'll have a conversation. It is at leadwithdarren.com. Uh, Pick a time that suits you and we'll have a call and and map out what that program looks like and get you really quickly to the exceptional sales leader level within 90 days or less. So with that, uh, I look forward to talking to you on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it. But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.